Welcome to Basie Destination I Do's, where we explore the magic of Basie brides and grooms saying I do in royal palaces in India, Italian landscapes, Spanish haciendas, luxurious resorts overlooking crystal clear sea lines anywhere in the world, and so much more. I'm Mevi, founder of Mevi Ephraim Destinations, a luxury destination wedding and event planning boutique. I'm joined here by my co-host and creative partner, Ailea. We are bringing you a podcast dedicated to Desi destination wedding planning. We'll share stories, tips, and unforgettable moments that ignite your wanderlust and wedding dreams. Whether you're a bride or groom planning your Desi destination wedding, a fellow creative in the industry, or simply curious, we hope you find this journey informative and enjoyable. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Desi Destination I Do's podcast. I'm your host, Mevi. In this episode, we will be discussing planning a Desi Destination wedding in one of our favorite Caribbean islands, St. Lucia. And I'm Ailea. Today, we'll be talking about St. Lucia as an option for your destination wedding and some key information for planning your destination wedding on this special island. Ailea, let's get into it. I love St. Lucia. This island offers so much. It provides a diverse tropical setting for an idyllic wedding, ranging from beachfront settings, botanical gardens, to stunning views of forest-clad mountains, the iconic Pinto Twin Peaks, and lush rainforests with waterfalls. The island truly offers picture-perfect backdrops for any wedding. And their culture is just as diverse. If you have a wedding in St. Lucia, your guests will have so much to do before or after the wedding events. St. Lucia is home to some of the best nightlife in the Caribbean. Nightlife Central in Rodney Bay Village on the north side of the island has many options for your guests to dine and dance. The restaurants are excellent and cater to various tastes and budgets. There are countless options for adventure seekers like volcanic beaches, reef diving sites, rainforests and waterfalls, and opportunities to climb the pitons. And don't forget the famous Friday night street party. It's a fun way to experience the St. Lucian culture and mingle with the locals. For more than 50 years, every Friday night, regardless of the weather, shine or rain, residents of Gros Lake set up barbecues and tabletops, bars in the street, welcoming thousands of visitors. You'll also find arts and crafts vendors setting up stalls, music, and dancing that goes on until the very early hours of the next day. You'll find lines of barbecue seafood, most of which are a fresh catch from the town's fishermen, to grilled chicken and many different street foods, including Indian food. Speaking of Indian food, you can actually find pretty good authentic Indian food in St. Lucia. And it's not just limited to restaurants within resorts. I'm talking about standalone restaurants in Rodney Bay and from street vendors. A quick historical note. In the 1800s, thousands of Indians were brought to St. Lucia as quote-unquote contract-based slaves when both countries were under British rule to work on sugarcane plantations. When their quote-unquote contracted periods were over, Many were not able to go back to India, so they had to, you know, they end up staying back, leading to the creation of the Indo-St. Lucian population. 
Though over time they have primarily associated with St. Lucian culture, the expat Indian community celebrates Eid, Diwali, and they prepare uh, all the traditional food. While some of the Indian dishes may have stayed true to, to the original ingredients, others have adapted to what's available on the island. Nowadays, with more Indian ingredients easily available and accessible, Indian food has been growing in popularity in St. Lucia. This is what makes St. Lucia special. It's a melting pot of culture. When you have your destination wedding in St. Lucia, your guests can easily enjoy the island, making it a vacation for them. And for those who always crave Indian food, no matter where they are, they will be happy to learn there is good, authentic Indian food in St. Lucia. Exactly. And another great advantage of having a destination wedding in St. Lucia is that couples can really start their honeymoon immediately after the wedding and away from their families. <laughs> With so many different options available, there's something for everyone. And we're talking about if somebody's looking for a fun, party-like, you know, vibe, they totally will find that in one of the resorts. If they want something romantic, you know, with open walls, looking over the, the iconic P-tone, I mean, you truly do find something in St. Lucia. After all, St. Lucia was voted as the world's leading honeymoon destination. So for your destination wedding, you have options from all-inclusive family-friendly resorts to so many other uh, options like adults only or you know uh, smaller intimate boutique-like resorts. Many of these resorts even have you know uh, sections exclusively for adults within the resort. So this is almost like a resort within a resort, which is great for those with multi-generational family and friends, and that's very you know common all across for Indian weddings. Right. So if your single or younger family members or friends want an exclusive experience away from, let's say, the, the children, they can absolutely have that without leaving um, you know, the property or staying at a different property. And those with children will definitely have plenty to do as well. If someone really wanted a more luxurious experience for their guests, they can have that too. And these resorts do have experience with um, Desi weddings, and, and many of them offer many different wedding packages. You always say that couples should get legally married in their home cities, Mevi. Do you suggest the same for St. Lucia? And what are the requirements in St. Lucia? Yes, to avoid extra time, um, paperwork, and process, I do recommend getting married in your home city and then having a symbolic or religious ceremony at the destination. That being said, if someone does want to do illegally in St. Lucia, the process and requirements are not as complex or rigorous as, as in other places. St. Lucia does not have a residency period, so you can really um, obtain a license, marriage license within 24 hours. However, you do need to be in St. Lucia for two days before your wedding day. Fees and paperwork um, documents such as passport and birth certificate are required. If one is divorced or widow, a divorce decree and the death certificate of the deceased spouse are also required. Laws, fees, and requirements can definitely change, so it's very important to check all the up-to-date information during your planning process. And this is where your destination wedding planner can absolutely you know, help you and guide you with as well. St. Lucia is in the Caribbean, so it does have a year-round tropical climate, but weather can be a game-changer. When's the best time to plan a wedding in St. Lucia? 
the winter months are definitely a lot more popular um, even though it is the busiest time of the year you know because everyone wants to escape the cold mm -hmm. the summer months July and August can be hot but you do also experience like a pleasant breeze um, on, uh, you know on the island compared to like other islands or destinations from June to November it's known as the rainy season and while it may be like a short, you know, shower, uh, nothing compared to like, let's say, Seattle or London, for instance, it, you know, just it's good to keep in mind that it can rain between June and November and why it's known as the rainy season. April to June-ish, uh, you know, you do experience a nice um, spring-like weather with cooler temperatures and prices do tend to be lower compared to, let's say, the winter months. So that's also another time where we've noticed um, Indian couples prefer to get married. Uh, although the jazz, jazz festival can take place during the end of um, April to early May, and don't forget the carnivals in June and July, so you may experience limitations when you're hosting a very large wedding, um, but some couples do appreciate these events as something extra for the guests to experience in addition to being there for the wedding. Getting to St. Lucia is relatively easy with direct flights available from many major cities in the, on the East Coast. Now, Let's talk about some of the important factors to keep in mind when you are planning your wedding in St. Lucia. Specifically, getting from one side of the island to the other. The international airport is on the south side of the island where the resorts you choose might be on the north, west, or on the opposite side of the island. Exactly. Um, when you are choosing a resort, check in advance where it's located, which part of the island is the resort right. located. You might very well fall in love with the resort that's on the north side while the airport is on the south, as Ilya mentioned. Knowing in the early stage of your planning process, it will help you to prepare and arrange your logistics accordingly. Keep in mind that it is indeed a small island and resources may be limited. So if you have like, let's say 200 plus people arriving on the same day, preparing in advance will be extremely crucial making sure that you have enough transportation available to take your guests to the resorts, especially when you're going from the south to the north side of the island. This is something you should also mention to your guests. You know, again, while getting from one point to another may not be as complicated, it will add time to the overall journey. So if guests are warned beforehand, they know what to expect so that they're not, you know, disappointed or um, they're frustrated at the last minute. Um, other means of transportation are available if your resort is on the north side. Uh, they have ferries from the airport to some of the resorts. So depending on which resort you're staying, that might be an option. And some even choose a helicopter transfers, especially the bride and groom, between the main airport and their local airport to reduce travel time when going from the south to the north. If it's a smaller wedding, you will find plenty of resorts to choose from. For larger weddings, which is typically the norm, the options do become a bit limited. Yes, and for most properties, because everyone has to stay on the same property when the, where the wedding is being hosted, this is absolutely true. But the properties are so big and they have so much to offer, um, unless, of course, if we're going for like a boutique um, resort, Guests do have the option to, you know, mingle with one another or spend some spend, uh, spend time alone on uh, if they, that's what they wanted to do. And um, with the logistics of getting from one point to another on the island, you do want everyone to stay on the same property. 
Plus, by not doing so, guests will be adding a huge burden to the couple and their families. It's probably something that one doesn't think of, but it's absolutely, you know, true. And financially, it can also affect them, which, again, people may not realize. And uh, that just adds another, you know, level of stress. Having a destination wedding in St. Lucia could be a great and fun experience for the couple as they have breathtaking backdrops for their weddings. And for the guests, there will be plenty of things to do and experience. It truly can be an unforgettable experience for everyone. 100% Ilea. And just like any destination wedding, preparing and planning in advance and educating your guests on what to expect in terms of the destination and the overall process, it can be seamless. It does not have to be as complex and stressful as long as you understand that it is a smaller island where resources may be limited. With, again, proper preparations and uh, planning, it can absolutely be done. For example, um, let's say if you wanted fireworks you know, during one of your events, just know that prior permission will be needed. Don't be surprised or upset if it's not. Remember... Though it can generally be done with permission, keeping your expectation in check won't leave you stressed out or disappointed. Well, Mevi, I think that's a wrap for today's conversation. I think we talked about a few important factors that will help a bride or groom start if they are considering a destination wedding in St. Lucia. Brides, grooms, if you're listening and have questions, please reach out to us and we would love to answer your questions. If you enjoyed this episode, if you want to leave a comment, please do so. Give us a rating, leave us a review. And last but not least, before we part ways again, I would like to remind you, brides and grooms planning a destination wedding, please remember to be kind, patient, and understanding of each country and its culture, rules, and way of life, including their work-life balance. Just because we're used to a certain way of doing things, it does not mean we should expect the same in return. Even then, the local professionals involved in your wedding planning are just as committed, and it's very likely that they're more committed than you are to bringing your vision to life. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Daisy Destination I Do's podcast. We hope our words have inspired you to create your perfect Daisy Destination wedding. Follow us on Instagram at MeviFRim Destinations. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And if you can leave us a review, that would be great. Stay connected with us on social media for ongoing inspiration and updates. Until we meet again, keep the magic and dreams alive, and may your wedding day be the fairy tale you have always envisioned.